Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, today's show is brought to you by Parry Athletics, the best pair of training shorts in the game. They do rashies, they do shirts, but what I love is they have shorts for you to roll in as well as shorts for you to chill in. I love them because they're so multi-purpose and they look awesome. Now, you can get your hands on these and you get 20% off with the code BULLETPROOF20 at checkout. Get yours today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ Podcast. Have you trained, fatigued? Do you deliberately tire yourself out before BJJ because you think this is a good idea? This came up recently and I wanted to talk about it because I think this is something that's done across jiu-jitsu schools in many places and it might actually be making your BJJ worse. So uh, have you experienced anything like this, Joe, where, um, you know, coach wears you out with the warm-up? Yeah, it's, it's, it feels like a real old school thing, huh? Yeah. It used to be, I remember my original coach, Paulo, um, at White, Blue Belt, that was when I trained with him, <clears throat> would just do fucked up conditioning warm-ups. Yeah. They might go for like 45 minutes. Dude. And yeah, you'd be a mess by the time you got to do some technique. Yeah. And no, similarly, uh, when I started, uh, Pete, uh, Peter Devine, shout out, full respect. Uh, Pete was under the f- impression that if you could do 500 reps of any exercise, you would never be worse at them again thereafter. Wow. Yeah. And I said, Pete, what if you got an overuse injury? Wouldn't that make you worse thereafter? Nah, nah, nah. Just waved it off. So part of our warm-up before comp class was like 500 squats, 500 push-ups, 500. Like just, just exhaustion. Yeah. And, and yeah, I look, I understand the idea, like the premise behind it of, oh, well, when you're fatigued, you don't have the option to use strength. Therefore, you must rely on technique. Yeah, there's a logic there the, of the, sorts. Yeah, you, 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 can, you can see that, that chain of thinking. Yeah. But if anything I have found... And we've, we've all seen it where you see the no time limit matches where it just gets sloppy as shit. And dudes are doing the worst technique, the most half-assed takedowns. It's just a mess. And really, if you're trying to learn jiu-jitsu, I, I am not sure. I, actually, I would, I would go further than that. I would say making yourself really tired, two things. It, has, it doesn't help you learn and it also doesn't help you actually execute good technique. That's what I would say. Yeah, I think that's – I mean, fuck, I think that's – General Set consensus. In stone, really, sports science, right? Like, yeah, if you're fatigued, you will not be executing things to a high standard. It kind of speaks to that old school jiu-jitsu approach, which is everything's oversimplified. Yeah. And so it's like, if you're tired, then you will learn to rely on your jiu-jitsu under fatigue. And then it doesn't matter how tired you get, your jiu-jitsu will always be there. Yeah. Yeah, there is logic to that. It's true to an extent. Mm. But that doesn't mean that you should train tired all the time. No. Because it's... because. Like you said, you're not in that environment, like in, in that set of conditions, you're not learning new techniques and refining your techniques. No. All you're doing is becoming a tough cunt. Yeah, falling back on instinct. Yeah, and, and that's good. You need a bit of that. You could yeah. say that that's maybe a place for comp training or yeah. you know, every once a week we do this kind of session. Yeah. But and you've got to be making time to learn stuff and be fresh and be like 
fully cognizant of and coordinated with what you're doing. Yeah, and even if we think about school or learning any new thing, if you're really fucking tired or you're hungry or you're anything, it's way harder to concentrate, right? Like it's way harder to pay attention. At least for me, if I'm hungry or I'm tired, nothing is going to stick. Like I'll be there, but it'll just go, go in one ear and out the other, which is a big waste of time if you're there to learn. The other thing too is this, like, so there's, there's a saying, it's an old saying, but it's like, we do not rise to the heights of our hopes, we fall to the lows of our training. And if you're not very well trained, if you're early in the journey, your instincts and your base level skill might just be to just, just flip out or spaz or whatever. Like that's not, you know, you haven't actually had time to build a really solid base of skill, which is subconscious, which is just this is what I do. I do the hip escape and I do the frame and I keep my elbows in. Like generally when you're tired is when you make poor decisions. Yeah. And that can also lead to injury. So that's where I would say that actually, so why did this come up? I had a guy called Jack and he hit me up on air chat. You heard of air chat, Joey? Well, you've been telling me about it a little bit. I have. Sounds like the place to be. It's interesting. Anyway, if you haven't got onto AirChat, just go check it out. It's very interesting. We'll see you there. Very different. Um, It's kind of like audio audio Twitter. (laughs) It's interesting, but Jack hit me up. I've got a a room in there called the BJJ Life. And he said, oh, I fatigue myself before I go to BJJ. So when I go there, I only use technique. Fuck yeah, bro. And I said, dude. Logic. (laughs) I was like. Uh, no, don't do that because fatigue is inevitable. Like over the course of a class, you will hit a point generally when rolling when you start to gas and you've got to still make decisions and still do your thing under fatigue. And for sure there is a point in if you're a competitor or you intend to compete where you have to just keep functioning and thinking and protecting yourself and going for things when you're exhausted. Totally understand that. But if you come into class exhausted and, and, the, and you can't even pay attention, I feel like this is a recipe for not getting better. Yeah, I look at that kind of thing as like a, a privilege of the experienced athletes. Right. So you've got a class full of like purple belts and up mm. or, you know, let's say like even really experienced white belts, belts. And, and blue belts, you know, like people who have been doing it for a long time, working technique, drilling, tra- you know, like learning, jiu-jitsu, studying – you go, all right, today we're going to fatigue the fuck out of everyone and we're going to do back-to-back rounds with no rest and it's going to be awful. Mm. And because they've earned the privilege to now add this variable of fatigue and just... The mix. Yeah, right? Because that now we're building a quality that's going to benefit you. Mm. But to take someone who's doesn't really know any jiu-jitsu, you know, mm. and that, that could be... It could still be a white, a blue belt. Like it's not, right? It's not really the belt thing doesn't matter that much. I'm saying just people with less experience, they don't have any kind of technique foundation to fall back upon. No. So, yeah, so it's, it's, it's silly to try and add that variable in at that stage of the journey. Yeah, like... I don't, where, where's old mate? What's his... Uh, I believe that he is a white belt going on a blue belt. Okay. You haven't had that chat yet. Yeah. Partly is it's a misconception because there's this, this old dichotomy of like technique over strength. And when you're really fatigued, you can't be strong, understandably. There's also another famous saying in the, in the fight game, which is fatigue makes cowards of us all. That's why wrestlers, boxers, they put so much like road work, running, just you want to have that um, unfatigable state 
so that you have this indomitable will and you can just keep going and going and going. Cool, that's fine. I personally believe you should separate your conditioning, like your fitness or your energy system training, from your skill practice. This is something I learned from my coach in Taekwondo, Carlo Massimino. He said that you shouldn't practice bad reps. Your technique should be fucking flawless, every rep. And yeah, you get tired, but you should be working really hard, like using your energy to make sure even when you're fatigued, you keep it as good as you can. And once your performance drops below a certain level, then that's when you stop your skill practice. And he was a big believer in separating skill practice from like fitness training because fitness training is just keep going, just keep going. And we've talked about this before where like often a, a conditioning circuit or something like that, it's fairly low skill. Mm. It's something where you don't have to be technical. Yeah, it should be. You just push yourself. Yeah. And, and I personally feel that even though it is worthwhile to bring it together every now and again if you're doing comp rounds, training tired is training stupid. I'm going to put it out there right now. I, yeah. I just think, you know, think well, about blood sugar level, right? Like how many bad decisions have you made when you're just fucking tired and fucking hungry? And oh, yeah. You know, like even shopping. Yeah. You go, you go to the shops. Like, fuck them. Fuck, you just come home with a trolley load of fucking Doritos and <laughs> fucking meat pies. <laughs> you're like, do you know how good Doritos go with fucking meat pies? It's fucking delicious. Carbs, protein, bases covered. <laughs> fucking Ola is just slapping me. Like, what are you doing? Gave you a hundred bucks. We can't live on this. <laughs> anyway, I learned from my mistakes, people. You know, I mean, try it once in a while. Doritos and pies are good, but you can't live on that shit. Yeah, I think like I, I like the way that that Adam would do it with um with uh, with training before a comp, where he'd it would just be kind of regular training, you know, whatever. Like technique, like focuses on technique, learning sequences, closing up gaps in your technique. Um, piecing together your comp game, etc., all that stuff. But then sort of a couple of weeks out from comp, he'd be like, now we're just going hard. Yep. And now fatigue is the thing. Yes. You know, short rest periods, long rounds. We do those awful um, – he does those, those sprint rounds. The blitz. The blitz. Yeah, where Ooh, it's loves like – a blitz. I, you've got to try <laughs> – you've just got to try and pass. Like it's the final 10 blitz, seconds blitz, of Mundials blitz. and they've just got to not let you pass. Yeah. And it's like 15 seconds but it feels like a lifetime. Scramble fury. Yeah. Yeah. And then five second rest onto the next. Like it's you just go like it's it sounds quite manageable, but it's fucked. Um, but you know, because he's like, we've done all the technical work. Now let's just make like let's just get tough and conditioned Do the work to side. go really hard at comp. And I'm like, yeah, that that makes sense, right? Like you sprinkle it in at the right time for the right people. Yeah, I think um, yeah, like you know. So going back to my point about that, the privilege thing that comes from more experienced grapplers. To old mate's point, even if it's something that you were playing around with earlier in the game, that's fine. But it's not something you do at every session. No. Because you – like, yeah, when are you making time to learn? Yes. Like, when are you making time to absorb and to, like, yeah. you know, take on new techniques? Well, I even kind of throw back to when I was at university and we would, you know, we'd stay up late or – There'd be some fucking day drinking or who knows what's happening. You go, eh? No, actually, not so much me. But anyway, I, I did partake occasionally. Just drinking milk. <laughs> just at Manning Bar, just a litre of milk, everyone smashing beers. No, it's, uh, it's a funny thing because we'd go to a lecture and then you're like, what? how can you possibly learn anything about physics or fucking biochem? Or you're just like, fuck, I can't even see straight. Like. 
I'm just. I shouldn't have had those mushies at lunch. Mate, you're falling. You're resting your head. You know, like it's. It doesn't make sense, and I feel like that the thing that p- people probably underrate about why jiu-jitsu is so complicated is you are learning a theoretical skill, like there's these principles and understandings you have to have, and then you're applying that with the physical kind of execution to back that up. And if you didn't comprehend the first bit, the second bit's not going to be great. Yeah. And so if you're physically tired and you also can't pay attention and it's it's this double whammy of shitness. Yeah. And this is this is really, you know, as pure jujitsu as you might want to be, and say, Oh, I didn't use any strength. You also didn't use any jujitsu. <laughs> you fucked up. You know? Because yeah. at this moment he knew he fucked up. It's like I actually did something similar, not the same, where I thought, I haven't got time later today. This is when I was in Brazil. I haven't got time later today to do weights. I'll do weights in the morning before lunch class. Fucking stupid idiot. What was I thinking? Because I knew the lunch class was the hardest class. But still, I was like, no, I've got to get my weights in. I've got to, i got to. I could have just not lifted weights that day. I could have just not. But I thought I would. It was pretty hard. And then the lunch class was fucking murder. Because what, uh, what Fabio used to do is play first points. Mm. And everybody fights so hard for first points. And it's winner stays in. Right. And no one wants to lose, right? Like there's a degree of pride. So you have like two guys in and two guys on the wall. So you kind of get like a one work, two rest, kind of theoretically. Nice. Theoretically. But like, and even Adam will speak to this. He, I saw him have almost like a 10 or 15 minute war with no person scoring points. Like wow. just scramble, 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 scramble. Like advantages don't count. Adam is exceptional at... Like when it matters, hey, yeah, not letting, not conceding the points. Never concede. Never yeah. con- you have to actually injure him to make him want to <laughs> do, do what you want. And I was so exhausted, I actually couldn't train for another day after that. I was so sore and so fucked. So that actually was, I was thinking doing more is better. And then that, doing the extra, coming in tired and doing an exhaustive session meant I had to take a full day off. I was so wrecked. And, you know, like we, we, we talk about the whole... He's never forgiven himself for taking a day off training <laughs> like that. Why? I wasted a day in Brazil. Um, oftentimes we think, oh, if I do this, like pre-exhaustion exists in the world of bodybuilding. So you will do an isolation exercise for your biceps, say, and then you'll go and do pull-downs. But it means you're getting extra bicep work, blah, blah. Same thing with hamstrings. People do hamstring curls, then they do deadlifts. It's a technique you can use. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you're trying to overload those muscles. But because... Jiu-Jitsu is so total body. I'm going to say that it's actually hard to make the argument in the other direction. Let's, let, you know, if we were to think, oh, let's steel man fatiguing yourself, right? Go there, Lex. <laughs> Let me steel man that argument, not straw man it. If you were thinking, right, I want to come in and just work on my defensive game and I'm going to make myself tired so I don't really have an option to really push the pace and just focus on my defenses. Just, you know, I'm just going to... High, you know, high and mind escape. The Gracie brothers. <laughs> no, there's so many of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu University boys. Oh, I train with Gracie brothers. No. Um, that's um, Halleck. They have a very good defensive jiu-jitsu game where you like, they may not like take you back and submit you, but you can't submit them. Yeah. You can't armbar them. You might get them out. They, their defensive jiu-jitsu is incredible. So you might say, hey, I'm going to fatigue myself so I don't have the option to play really hard offensively. But this is the thing that you're possibly not factoring in. When muscles are tired, your joints are less stable, 
right? This is, this is, this is the thing. My biggest fear re- relevant to jiu-jitsu is injury. When you're tired, you have less proprioception. You're not going to be as good at balancing all these things. Also, when you're tired... But we were still mounting. <laughs> no, but I was like, like no, nah, fuck that. No, no, I said it. But I, I couldn't do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I went there. And yeah. I let's no, do this cool new thing. No, let's do this thing where we support the opposite count. No, I, but I'm saying, even though it, the idea behind saying, right, I'm going to fatigue myself, so I only do jujitsu a certain way, seems good. You're like, no, that logical enough. The thing which I feel that doesn't account for is the injury component. And look, you can get injured even if you're fresh, but the chance of you getting injured when you are fatigued is higher. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Should I steal, man? No, I mean, you can, you can, I mean, you can I just, push back. I just think it's a, I think like that is a, as a training stimulus, like let's pre-fatigue you and, you know, make you work in that environment. I think it's just a mental toughness thing. Yeah. You know, and so in that way, I'm like, yeah, great. Like it's, it's a thing that needs to be developed. Yes. But it's just one small thing. And with any training stimulus, there's always going to be a, like a downside. Mm. And so you could say with that that, yeah, you do run the risk of, of like it's a high injury risk. Yeah. Because pre-fatigue, like more fatigue, less coordination, you know, all that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, you f- for sure, like sprinkle it in a little bit, get it. But, but yeah, if you, if you make that your thing, if you think that that's the thing that's going to make your jiu-jitsu, no, you'll, you'll just be mentally tough at getting beaten up. Yeah, you'll be, <laughs> like you'll you'll be yeah. really good at taking a pounding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, shout shit. out Gemma Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, th- oh, I think, wow. oh, rough. That's going back. The 20-year-old <laughs> listeners are like, who? i got to Google this. Well, just Google T-Dot Google this. Pounding in more ways than one. Um, I can't. I still can't believe I can't remember the fucking name of those brothers. That's all right. It'll. 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 Gracie you University. Can, you, Gracie University. We should probably just Google it. Yeah. No, so I, I refuse to. I want to figure it out within the next ten minutes. Okay, that's cool. So, when th- this is another experience I had, I went to a comp class at a gym. Great gym, great coaches, and we did one of these kind of warm ups, which was like, okay, you're doing sprawls for a minute. Nice. You're doing sit throughs for a minute. Yeah. You guys are like running on the spot or like it was like five stations. No star jumps? Oh, no. It was, it was just hard. Like all the movements were fucking hard. Like you, you'd be lucky to keep them up for 30 seconds. And we had to do five rounds of this, like 25 minutes of – and I, I do believe the coach was like wanting to break, like break, push people to the point of exhaustion so they gave up in the warm-up yeah. to then go, all right, now we roll. And so that, that coach had a definite thing. You think you're a competitor. I want to find out how tough you are. Cool. I, I get that. And I believe mental toughness is a huge component of sport, psychology, all that stuff. So when people start talking about like working to exhaustion, pushing yourself beyond your limits, who's going to carry the boats? Yeah, you can definitely. I, I've done plenty of training where I have gone further than I thought I could. And that was mildly traumatic and I did get better off the back of that. But that was all I did. I, you know, it was like rower as far as you can go in five minutes, you know. But I didn't have to then do jujitsu. That, that was the other thing. And I have rolled super, super hard without having done exhaustive warm-up stuff. I've done, you know, eight, ten-minute rounds. That's fucking brutal. Yeah. Like you do those longer rolls where you tap them, 
they tap you, it doesn't matter. You just got to keep going and going and going and going. That puts you into that state of fatigue. And I didn't have to do a million sprawls or anything. Yeah, all the burpees and shit. Yeah, yeah, that like you can. That's right. You can totally just use jujitsu training in order to achieve that same place. Yeah, just work harder in the roles. Yeah, like I remember actually. So to go away from like that, Shark Tank or some shit, or yeah, Shark Tank yeah. or doing or like do do stand up rounds, wrestling, wrestling, just do wrestling rounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People are like, no, well, fuck that, bro. I've no, got no, the no. line of wrestling. I'm down for free fatigue, but fuck wrestling. <laughs> I'll do the sprawls, but yeah. I won't do the wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the thing that like uh, uh, a pretty intense warm-up, and it's only three. This just shows you kind of how, how pussy jiu-jitsu stand-up can be, not, not, not as a standard across the board. But we did three by three-minute wrestling rounds mm-hmm. as warm-up prior to a Comcast at Absolute. Uh. And... Everybody was fucked because no one wanted to lose. So everyone's a competitor, but also only a couple of people there were decent at wrestling. So you're getting such inefficiency and such oh, yeah. terrible scrambles and not being very good at what's going on. People only got taken down a couple of times, but at the end of that nine minutes, everybody's cooked. Yeah. And therefore, I would say the intensity of the actual roles went down because people couldn't actually. They'd, they'd redlined. They'd gone beyond. Yeah. And that is, a, that is an actual thing. Like if you hit your lactate threshold and you just you flood your muscles with lactate, it's very hard for you to come back from there if you just keep moving. Like if you stop and you, you know, maybe you walk and drink water and recover for 10 minutes, maybe you can put out an extra effort. But if you're only resting like a minute, doing another round, resting a minute, doing another – like you're never really going to come back to a place where you can generate high-quality hard training – Here's the difficult thing for me. I do believe you should train hard. And I do believe you should try and push yourself when you're tired. Well, wait. So what are you saying, JT? No. <laughs> is I'm it black confusing. or is it white? <laughs> Rest round or not? <laughs> it's a panda, Joey. It's a panda. It's also black. It's uh, also white. Uh, no. <laughs> no. But to fatigue yourself doing something which is not actually the jiu-jitsu, I think is a, is a misunderstanding. I think... You can generate fatigue while you're rolling. That makes sense. But being tired prior to any learning or skill practice is a mistake. And many people do not separate the fitness from the skill. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make a case here that you, if you're really trying to push your gas tank up to the next level, you should spend some time doing stuff that will help you do that. And maybe that's just doing wrestling rounds. I don't think you have to then necessarily go – Right, now I'm fucked. I'm going to try and learn how to do a fucking reverse Della Spider, whatever the fuck. This is, this, is, this is the biggest challenge because for most coaches, they got it the hard way, so they give it to you the hard way. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is a tough session. Yeah. The boys will remember this. <laughs> this will be traumatic. I remember I was talking with a coach from an NRL team that I never ended up working with, but it was a guy from Parramatta as an assistant coach and he was like wanting to – have some you know get some jujitsu sessions going for the team and i was talking about like you know what do you want and he said he's like oh you know like going back and forth and he said mate look i'll be honest i just wanted to be a fucking brutal session for the boys (laughs) (laughs) and and i was like okay he's like he's like basically he said like i just want them to feel intimidated as they approach the session on a wednesday afternoon i was like oh damn i was like and but makes sense right like okay yeah like they've already done their skill training and all that separate who the f- what the fuck's their name, bro? <laughs> I'm googling now. Uh, 
Be relaxed. It's okay. Continue. So no, I have to apologize in advance because you know they're they're, they're they're very famous, very famous, and they're, they're jujitsu royalty to an extent. And uh, and I'm fucking whatever. I like their stuff. Yeah, and, I don't know about I, the hoodie that turns into a bag. I'm not that into that, but <laughs> I like I, all the content. I, I think ultimately, um, what's the fucking name, bro? Be relaxed. I'm trying. Look, bro. I'm I I am actually relax. trying I'm, to. I'm pre fatigued. I'm, tr- I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to. I am pre fatigued. I'm, I'm trying to pull this into a. A nice little uh, a bow on a box for people. If people are out there, and currently right now... People are out there. I believe they are. I think, yeah. <laughs> Look into it. <laughs> that if, if, if... Guys, if, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you, you are out there. <laughs> Let me tell you. No, I honestly believe that there's many people out there who, for want of a better option, are doing this. People are either running to training or they're riding their bike or... They're doing conditioning before they do their jujitsu, or people are doing exhaustive level warm ups, and they do that in wrestling too. You know, you you basically warm yourself up into a puddle of fucking melted human, and then have to wrestle. And there's a huge argument to say that you just need to be fitter. You know, you're just not strong enough. You're just not fit enough. You need to you need to condition yourself better. Okay, cool, very good, very good. If you are new to jiu-jitsu, you're in your first two or three years of jiu-jitsu, I believe that it is definitely worth your while to focus on skill development more than, right, I have to have, you know, absolutely undeniable, undefeatable fitness. Yeah, having really good endurance is fantastic. It doesn't mean that you should develop that and also practice your skills together. So... This is, this is the advice. If you are out there and you are training, make time in your week to practice your skills when you're fresh. Now, that might not be every session, but just do that at least once a week. But also know, like, you, like, like Joe was saying with Adam, the closer you get to an event, that's when ramping up really helps because also within, with many training modalities, there's a point of diminishing return where if you just keep doing it and doing it, you actually don't get fitter or you don't get faster or you don't get more powerful. There's a point at which you do need to stop to then achieve that next level, use it for what it's good for, and then you back off again. Yeah. So trying to approach it in more a periodized uh, way is if you've got a competition, you know it's 12 weeks away, ramp up the sessions and the fatigue making closer to the comp and then back it off and then hit it. Not all the time. That's how I would summate and more importantly, guys, it's Hannah Gracie. Right, of course. Hannah and his Legend. brother Hyron. Hyron. Fucking right. hell. Of course. That was painful. It was. We apologize. Can I make one closing point that I just wanted to add this in? You know when someone doesn't, when you don't train for a couple of weeks, or you yeah. see someone else, and they come back and they do a roll and they're like, oh my God, I'm so gassed. Like my cardio is shot. I've lost my gas tank in like two weeks. <laughs> you haven't lost your gas tank, right? The physiological reduction it doesn't, it doesn't of your gas tank. No, it hasn't changed that much. But I think, and I don't really know the science, but my belief is that you've just lost the familiarity with the fucking cocktail of hormones, stress hormones and shit that you have to deal with at that high-intensity training space. Mm. And so you just know, and when it hits you, all the adrenaline and the fatigue, you're like, oh, my God. So really, like, a a lot of that that conditioning is, like, just being able to deal and be comfortable with all of that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There it is, my friends. Don't train tired. See you guys next time. Peace.